podcaster, I hardly know her. <laughs> oh, hi. My name is Megan. I'm a busy mom of four young kids, a comedian, an improv trainer, and an award-winning author. This podcast is essentially the vessel I use to verbally process all types of topics and experiences. I love sharing stories, ideas, and considering new alternatives to things I have yet to learn and apply to my own life. All of this in effort to help create happier, healthier human connections through humor. Welcome to the I Hardly Know Her podcast. How often do you take time to just be still, to just slow down and listen to the quietness of nothing? Um, This has been an ongoing practice for me, um, and so I wanted to share just because this has recently come up in a couple of books that I've read and also just been a really intentional focus uh, that helps keep me from kind of panicking and doing things that like out of a rushed decision or whatever, taking time to be still and to stay centered inside my soul. So um, yeah, here are some thoughts that I have on stillness. Thanks for tuning in. Maybe this will be kind of an odd topic to be listening to, uh, but that's why I will keep this pretty short. I recently reread Eckhart Tolle's Stillness Speaks and in several other books that I've read recently, there's always a mention or there has been a message and a a trend in messaging about stillness and embracing the quiet moments to be recentered and to make sure that you're in alignment with what you should be doing with your time and how you should be moving through your life and all these different things that it's really hard to focus on when there's so much bustle. And I'm sure many of you can relate. I know for me, it is um, hard sometimes, unless you intentionally make time, which I do more now than I ever really would have thought to years ago. Um, When you have work and kids stuff and whatever things you do in the community and all these different things and chimes on your phone for different notifications and things that come for from you know just daily bustle and um, music playing and audiobooks like those are things that I, I just kind of always have something going and normally like especially if I'm in my flow and I'm working on something um, I like to have certain sounds to help me stay focused and so that's always well and good um, and then I, re- I remembered again, which I guess I need lots of reminders, um, that I needed to pause and slow down again and just be still and listen because I was feeling some friction like I have in the past, feeling some friction and some unease on some things in my life. And sometimes I think I get so busy that I don't, maybe because I don't want to address something or I think that if I spend a lot of time on this other thing or put my focus somewhere else that the problem area will go away or resolve itself or something or maybe maybe I'll be happier if I do something in this other area instead of just addressing like the problem and really honoring my feelings about something. So um, even when I am teaching 
like in my with my coaching clients and in sometimes in improv workshops depending on how long of a time I am given there's um some exercises and lessons that are about quiet enjoying the silence like savoring that moment of stillness and it's kind of an opportunity to let our feelings and our our minds catch up with everything that we've been consuming like similarly to like rests in music and the white space you see on art for designs and stuff for like um ad pieces and stuff it those blank spaces or those pauses and rests actually really more clearly emphasize the messaging of the things that are making noise or the visual stimuli and um and in comedy it's the same thing is true um sometimes after like if you ever just watch stand-up comedy um and they're going along and they're telling their jokes and they're you know there's these roars of laughter and, and whatnot and sometimes like a second wave of laughter can come if a comic does it well where they tell a joke they, that punchline hits people are laughing or maybe they're waiting for like they're observing and waiting for what's next and if there's like an emphasized pause really to like exaggerate the point that was just made it kind of gives the audience an opportunity to catch up to it and to really enjoy the full magnitude of whatever the joke was so there's a lot of power in those silent moments taking a beat um and I just find it's really important in my life and I have to constantly remind myself um thankfully my Apple Watch actually does that it can tell you know when my heart rate is up and it'll it'll buzz at me and tell me to take a moment to breathe and it's so helpful to recalibrate when I am going from one thing to the next to the next um and the maybe the more recent um appreciation for silence and stillness is that my my whole religious framework has changed in the past few years um even though like I don't feel though like my spirituality has ever changed I feel like I've always been very in tune with like the the fact that there's something bigger and greater than than us that's something that connects us all I've always felt really strongly that you know like the the family unit that I remember learning about in the Mormon church when I was growing up there was the complexities of it being your eternal family and you have to be sealed to your family and ever since I was young I saw how there that was it couldn't possibly work the way I was being told here in this mortal experience because my dad had left the church. Then when I was a teenager, I gave my firstborn to another family in adoption and she was sealed in the temple to another family. Um, I had a stepdad or I have a stepdad and I'm not sealed to him and now I'm divorced and I'm no longer sealed to my ex-husband and my kids were born under mine and his ceiling and honestly that type of stuff just blows my brain to bits because that it cannot in my opinion it cannot work the way that like it's just this fam one family from generation to generation and I remember saying that opinion actually before I had gone through some of the other things I was actually at one of my sisters-in-law 
at the time and saying, I don't think the family unit is what we think it is. And I don't, you know, I don't think it matters the way that we're, we're being told. And she was like, what? Yes, it does. And I was like, well, sure. I mean, it might for you, if you have this, you know, right up the chain, your chain of command is family who was, was convert, like converts to the church and they're doing temple work for their generational lines up there. And maybe there's not any divorces and, complicated situations and maybe none of your kids are going to have divorces or different. Maybe it's going to be perfect and flawless and your eternal companion is going to be your one eternal companion. And for me, I just was like, you know, I know, knew at the time men who were sealed to more than one woman, which I did not like. I was married and second in line behind the first wife of my ex-husband and I was like, I don't want to share my eternal companion. So early on, I was like, I think it's bigger than this. My point is, I think it's bigger than this. I believe there's something, um, I know you guys are like, what is your point? It, I'm getting to the point. I believe that there is definitely something that I don't really know what word I want to use to to identify it with, but that connects us as like all all of our spirits and all of us as part of um, one one uh, kind of a big family throughout the eternities, if that ends up being the case, that our spirits um, live on, which I do believe that our spirit that exists inside us, our energy and our uh, our being inside of our current mortal body, I think is more than just this life experience. And I just am not totally sure and don't really care to think too hard about what was before and what's com- what's after. And I just think that that's why it's so important for us to be kind and loving and considerate to all people, to treat everyone equally. All of our spirits are the same general energy. They're just given different vessels in this life. Some of them are like, I feel like some souls are being held captive inside bodies that are not ideal and others are, are, maybe living a a more thriving mortal experience. And so all of this to say that as I was learning things in the space and framework of religion, I never felt like my prayers were being done right because they weren't like the same, dear heavenly father, here's all the things, here's all the blah, blah, blah. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Like to me, uh, it felt like it might become too redundant and too, um, mm, like just too formulaic. And so I enjoyed having what felt more like a conversation with the energy of, I, I mean, I did call it God and Heavenly Father for many years. Um, and, and then it started to transition because I would be in that space of feeling like such, such heartache and misery at times that I did not know how to get to a place of happiness because I was in some really bad yucko, um, you know, a really bad space, a really stifled experience where I was like, I don't want to believe in a God that, you know, allows so much yucko to happen and there's not accountability and, you know, people still get to be, uh, a worthy priesthood holder in the church, even if they're not, 
perhaps living in a way that is truly blessing the homes that they are supposedly serving. Um, and so, okay, so I digress. So in, in my stillness, my quest for continuing to invite stillness and calmness and peace and rest into my life, I just find that taking a moment to, um, to focus on my breath and to do some breathing and to um, meditate, but I mean, I think meditation needs to be unique to however it works for you. I don't do super duper well with just like listening to a guided meditation of someone like walking me through stuff. Sometimes I do, um, especially sleep meditations that are really good at keeping your mind off of stuff. I rather enjoy just turning everything off and listening to the quiet. And last night as I laid in my bed, I didn't have my kids here. It was just me. The cats were actually even being quiet at the time. And the stillness that existed in my room in that moment was so loud and yet calming. You know, when there's no sound and you can almost hear a ring to it and just taking some time to breathe and just listen to the nothingness just helped me slip into just a great uh, mode of sleep. I get to have more restful, less um, aggravating dreams when I do those things. And I just really appreciate stillness and the clarity that comes when I allow myself the time to pause, to shut everything off, don't have screens near me, don't have any music on and just listen to nothing to quiet my thoughts and in those moments I feel more of a drive to have that stillness as often as possible I don't want to always be consumed in the whirlwind and the bustle of busyness. I enjoy those moments, but I believe that the opportunities that I get to speak, to be on stage, to tell jokes, to have those rooms full of energy and the explosion of laughter and loud noises, I think that it further enhances my appreciation of those moments and how powerful they can be and to not take them for granted and to not um, take advantage of those times in a selfish way, but rather to use them as a tool to connect and bring joy and to re-spark the flame of things that have been such a uh, big part of my life. So I just, uh, I guess I just encourage you wherever you are, if you're listening in the car or you're at home or whatever, as soon as it is convenient to do so, take a moment to set a timer, a one, one or three or five minute timer, not very long and turn everything off and close your eyes and just be still and think, I guess think about what you're thinking about when I have those moments that I can go, oh, 
what thoughts are coming to mind? How am I feeling? How am I doing in this moment? And allow it to be a moment to reset and to refuel and kind of realign with that inner being that is inside. So, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's it. I kind of just feel like being still and I wanted to share what a joyful infusion that is in my life. And I definitely notice the times that I don't take time to be still and to trust that my, my life experience is unfolding the way that it is supposed to for me. And I can do my best on the things that I can control. And I can just sit in stillness and appreciation for the experience as I get through the things I can't control. <sighs> so, yeah, wherever, wherever you are in your busy day or busy life in the bustle, and you hear my cat now jumping off of the printer in the office, um, I wish you moments of stillness that might bring peace and clarity and being in touch with your feelings and your desires and an appreciation for your being. Thank you for listening to the I Hardly Know Her podcast. If you'd like to stay connected to me in other ways, you can find me on most social media platforms at Megan or at my website, meganmccaleb.com. And remember, you don't have to be a big deal to do big things.